So today we commemorate Labor Day. We remember and honor the workers, the people who sweat, built railroads and bridges, the miners who hardly ever saw the sun toiling endless hours in the bowels of the mines, the women and children who worked in the textile mills, the migrant farm workers who broke their backs to feed us and never got paid, the workers who risked everything, including their lives, by marching and striking for their rights, those who made it possible for us to have an eight-hour workday and time off, time to rest, time to play, time to sing bread and roses, bread and roses. We remember Mother Jones, Peter McGuire, Cesar Chavez, Dolores Huerta, Eugene Debs, Joe Hill, Philip Randolph, and so many more. And the singer whose music told the stories of the workers, Pete Seeger, Joan Baez, Victor Jara, Violeta Parra, Woody Guthrie, Bob Dylan, Odetta, Harry Belafonte, and so many others, Bernice Johnson Reagan and Sweet Honey and the Rock, to name a few. I grew up reading the Communist Manifesto alongside the diary of the Che Guevara, Steinbeck's Grapes of Wrath, and the poetry of Pablo Neruda. I grew up listening to songs and stories around the kitchen table, Si tuviera un martillo, if I had a hammer. De que lado estás? Which side are you on? Which side are you on? Solidarity forever. Te recuerdo, Amanda, la calle mojada. Ibas a la fábrica, ibas a encontrarte con él. Here's to you, Nicola and Bart. Rest forever here in my heart. Remember? So this is how I learned to listen to my elders, to the singers, to the sounds of birds in the toothless whistling of my grandmother to the sounds of the wind as the uncles made circles with their arms stirring the air as they breathed, whish, 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 imitating the birds flying over the Atacama Desert. Stories about good people who dedicated their lives to fighting for the rights of the workers, the miners, the railroad workers, the factory workers, the garbage collectors, the farm workers, and all of those who deserve to be treated with dignity and to receive fair wages. I learned that there is strength in numbers and that community is our lifeline. I learned that unions make us strong. I learned that our individual voices are so important and that our collective voices are essential to transforming ourselves and bringing about social change. I remember singing, El Pueblo 
unido jamás será vencido. The people united will never be defeated. Remember that? I remember. And I remember that when we were silenced, we learned to resist in many different ways. In Chile and in many other countries in South America where there were military dictatorships, where it was dangerous to sing those songs, it was dangerous to have books, it was dangerous to speak up and tell people exactly how you were feeling. We learned to sew tiny arpilleras, applique miniature quilts. They were made of flower sacks and scraps of fabric which told our stories, embroidered memories of kids being free, being able to go out and play without a curfew, flying kites over the dunes. That's right, baby. Yes. Pictures embroidered with an Irish priest who risked his life by opening the church to the widows of the disappeared. Yes, of women sitting around the kitchen table making stone soup. Of empty streets and walls papered with posters asking, ¿Dónde están? Where are they? Where are they? Seeing our lives stitched on those arpilleras taught me that stories have many textures, that threads are broken over the years, and that always there is a pain piercing the heart like the needle through the cloth when we remember those who are gone. The arpillera is often made collectively with as many hands as visions for the big picture. Like a quilting bee bringing people together, sometimes sharing laughter and gossip, sometimes stitched in silence, and sometimes the work abandoned, lost, left behind in a hurry for many reasons, or put away for many years without being finished because the grief was too hard to bear. Between voice and silence, There is a place to hold both grief and joy, hope and despair. And no matter how we tell our stories, in how many different ways, that ritual of storytelling brings us back to ourselves, to our authentic voice, reaffirming that we matter and that we're willing to bear witness to another's lives, willing to stitch together the fragments of our lives when we fall apart. I believe that storytelling in community has saved my life more than once. Sharing our stories in a safe and brave space can be so healing. Telling our stories can be a way of remapping our emotional and spiritual cartographies. Stitch by stitch, puntada a puntada. We can reclaim our place in the world and redefine our sense of self. Collective storytelling like an arpillera, that little quilt, weaves in and out of time and showing different textures, becoming frayed with time, 
when collectively made, it has so many voices, and it can be read from different directions. Stories transcend definitions and labels. They're not singular and never uniform, never a perfectly framed snapshot of one particular moment. Our collective stories can also become frayed, fuzzy, torn, put away, forgotten, lost in translation, broken pieces left behind when it's too painful to remember. Just like unfinished arpilleras, our collective stories can also redirect our steps away from the illusion of certainty, of perfection, of linear chronology. Sharing stories, stitching memories together can allow us to see our shared communal experiences from different perspectives to honor those who came before us and to offer our unconditional love to the new generations. So I ask myself and I ask you, what will those future generations see when they try to find out who we are and where we've been? When they look at our virtual arpillera, how will the color and texture of our values show them what we treasured and struggled for? If we were to make our East Shore arpillera, our own storytelling quilt, what stories would you share? I would like to tell the story of our many ministries, for example, how we care for each other, our families and the environment, how we learn from and support our indigenous neighbors, how we believe that black lives matter. I'd like to show us making sandwiches for the unhoused, marching and singing with pride, teaching owl, hiking and gardening, gathering on Sundays to nourish our spirits and to share our joys and sorrows. And so many other ministries and moments that make us a beloved community. Our arpillera maybe would offer us another opportunity to look back and to remember perhaps an opportunity to restitch and repair those places where the fabric has become undone, where the stitches are no longer there holding us strongly together. Perhaps it would offer us an opportunity to add new colors and textures as we continue to create our shared journey, stitch by stitch, puntada a puntada. So I've brought today some pieces of fabric to get us started on making a real East Shore quilt that we can display every Sunday and we can keep adding colors and textures to it, just like we keep adding people to our community. Now, some of these pieces have been recut and repurposed. They are leftovers from when some of my former congregants, my mom and I, made masks during the first weeks of the pandemic for our community as well as for indigenous communities that did not have access to masks. I also brought some blue pieces with water designs to remind us that we are so grateful and so lucky and blessed to be in Coast Salish people's territory and that we are grateful 
for the lakes that surround us. There are pieces with musical notes. Did you get a piece with a musical note, anybody? You did? So it looks like this. Music is such a wonderful and essential ministry in this congregation, and we are so lucky to have Eric Lane Barnes as our music director and our choir. You are inspirational and awesome. There are green pieces with trees and leaves and mossy greens that remind us of our connection to the environment and our commitment to protect it. There are pieces of fabric from Chile that look like this representing our shared ministry. There are also shiny purple squares for those of you who love purple. I know there's at least a couple of people. They also have some whimsical spirals and stars because we want to celebrate our playfulness and we want to be reminded that we are all made of stardust. And there are rainbow-colored fabrics. I think I have one here. Yes, there is a rainbow-colored fabric that reaffirms our commitment to continue being a sanctuary, a brave and safe space for our LGBTQIA plus communities and individuals. We are a welcoming congregation. We welcome ourselves as members of the LGBTQIA plus communities. We welcome our friends, our families, and the people who have yet to come through those doors. There are pieces of kinte cloth to reaffirm that black lives matter. And in honor of the African-American members of this congregation who no longer attend, we remember them. We miss them. We have not forgotten them. And there are pieces with monarch butterflies to remind us that we are all agents of transformation. So now I'm going to invite us to bless the fabric. And if you are at home, if you could put your hands out, I believe that your energy will come through cyberspace. I'm going to invite us to hold the cloth in your hands or place it near your heart and think about what this community means to you. How has this community touched your heart? How has this community kept you together when all else seemed to be falling apart around you? How has this community been the source of strength and hope and beauty in the midst of uncertainty and fear? 
As you bless this fabric that will become our communal arpillera, our communal storytelling, I offer you a blessing. Beloveds, may your hands be blessed for all the meals you have prepared, all the seeds you have planted, all the babies you have held, all the beautiful art that you have created, all the heavy loads that you have lifted, all the paper you have shuffled. May your hands be blessed for all the bridges they have built and all the walls they have taken down brick by brick. May your hands be blessed for knowing when to hold on and when to let go. May your hands be blessed for all the pages they have turned, all the picket signs they've held, all the peace banners they've waved. May your hands be blessed for all the music they have written and all the instruments that made the music that saved our lives. May your hands be blessed for all the gardens they have yet to tend and all the loved ones you have yet to embrace. We're going to collect the pieces of fabric, and throughout the year, we will stitch them together as we share our stories. Whether you consider yourself a quilter or not, that's not important. The important thing is to get together, to share our stories, and to create these brave and safe spaces for community building, for community healing. Beloveds, may our shared arpillera reflect our beauty, our hopes, and our beautiful true colors, a labor of love. Amen, and blessed be.